Okay, guys, so I'm going to see if I can do an Instagram live while recording. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to even do Instagram live. Oh, okay, I think I did it. So I'm not sure. Okay, I'm live. Okay. Alrighty, here I am. This is me and I'm still recording. Oh snap, I'm gonna put this on uh, Anchor then. Hey guys, what's up? Um, so basically, trying new stuff out. Got my, <laughs> my hair out. All crazy and stuff, but it's alright. It's growing a lot, so that's good. Um... This is like really ridiculous. Like really, I'm like the type of girl that like wants to look good, but this right here is not. <laughs> but I'm just, I don't know. I'm like, I'm just over it. Like I'm just over. I mean, I like looking cute, but like I'm like over it. Like trying to be more than what I am. Uh, especially online. I just don't feel like it gives you guys much value. Um, but yeah, let me write a comment real quick. I did a Facebook Live uh, one time, uh, I think last week, and that was like 40 something minutes, like ridiculous, but it's up there still on the, uh, uh, my second page, Gay uh, Fantasy Stories. So it's up there if you wanna see it. Uh, nobody watched it, because, like, nobody really watched. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Sharon. <laughs> oh, somebody's here. This is crazy. Like, Instagram is ridiculous. Uh, this is ridiculous. Um, I don't know. Why can't I send the message? What is happening? Life is not working out really well. Uh, I'm trying to say hi to you, Sharon, but, like... Oh, post. Duh. Uh, hey, Sharon. I um, hope you're doing well and everything. But yeah, like I really, what I really wanted to, well, actually, I mean, shucks, like, if you guys can tell me what you would like to see or what you want me to talk about, that'd be great too. Otherwise, I'm just gonna do my own thing. And like, originally, like on Snapchat, I just said that I'm gonna start writing, <laughs> writing, um, just brainstorming like life and just trying to figure out what uh like who I am and what I wanted uh to do when I grow up um right now I'm 19 years old so fairly young but I still have like a uncomfortable amount of anxiety just because I'm, I'm just like I'm I I, I hate let me just say this like I'm kind of like a workaholic so, like, even though, like, I spent, like, like, right now I'm not working as much because my job just doesn't, can't provide uh, enough hours. So, like, I've just been, like, on YouTube constantly watching videos and just trying to like, get, like, just get my mind stimulated. And uh, it's, I mean, it's been working out. I mean, listen, like, I, I like to be around people. I, I have been like in my whole 
all the time. Like I've been hanging out with, with, you know, my peeps from church and all that stuff. And that's, you know, always refreshing. Um, but I'm just trying to find like my way, making my way downtown. Anyway, after that rambling, um, I'm also recording. Is it still recording? Yeah. I still have a rec- uh, my voice recording uh, for Anchor slash iTunes slash wherever else I post uh, for my podcast. Um, so I want to do just as much. Uh, sorry, it's pretty dark in that angle. I want to do as much uh, experimenting on these platforms as possible. So that's what I'm doing. Okay. Well, I will say this, like, if you, I know a lot of you guys are here for, like, because you like my art. So, I can show you guys. Can I switch this? And it won't change the live stream? I guess I can. Let's do this. So, this is the new sketchbook that I got. It's pretty small. Uh, uh, nine inch and 12 inches nine nine by 12 and the first thing i did was simply g of course and then honestly the next one that i did i skipped a couple of pages because like when you well at least when i draw i'm real messy so like the back of this page gets messy so i did anyway <laughs> um the most recent no wait that's where the epic uh gay story creators group that I have on Facebook okay and that one models after my own body so I guess you have an idea of what my body looks like but not really but I mean this is more relatable the curves and the the bumps and the lumps and all that stuff real fun and then this is what I'm doing now uh it honestly like I haven't been doodling a lot uh I'm sorry, all you guys on Anchor don't know what is happening, uh, sorry, <laughs> um, but essentially I'm just, like, showing the peeps on Instagram live, uh, my sketchbook, um, so this right here, like, I, I wanted to doodle some more, I wanted to just start doodling more, so this just started out as, out as a doodle, but then it turned into, like, oh, this kind of looks like gills which now it doesn't but it used to um oh this looks like an eye this could be a fish so now i'm drawing a fish like a fantasy type fish but honestly like what i want i don't know like again i'm trying i'm later on i'll start writing and just trying to figure out what i want to do what i want oh i'm narrowing down what my goals should be because i have a tough time narrowing my goals down. But yeah, this is Zada. Um, sorry, it's a little bit. There you go. This is uh, a character from the main story that I have in my mind. Um, it is based in the Middle East. He is Korean, but I'm not sure if he's the main character or what. He definitely is. Uh, there goes the sink. Um, he's definitely like the main cast member, but it's also this uh, this guy, this Muslim guy that is also uh, 
a big part of the movie that I have in my mind. So he has like long black hair and it goes all the way down there. And then like, this is more like an abstract like type thing. Um, but essentially like I, I envisioned the scene where he's like on the floor, like in the midst of these like dark bushes and he's looking at the Muslim character. Uh, so that's what I have so far. And I just wanted this to be the profile pic for my Facebook uh, profile page. And then that's all I have. And then I did do uh, the picture of the, of the girl, Maggie, in here too, but I ripped it out and I, gave, I framed it and gave it to my brother, which gave it to her. She's his girlfriend at the, like at this point in time uh so that was cool um but I don't know like if you guys do want me to draw for the live stream I can definitely do that but <clears throat> right now I'm just gonna write and call it a day and maybe I'll do this for like I'll do this for like 10 minutes or so. I won't waste the time too much. I know some of you guys just want to like pop in and just see what, what's up and then pop back out. But and that's totally fine too. That's what I do. <laughs> um, and right now I have like Gary Vee on the screen. This is an old video, but I mean, can't get enough of Gary Vee, you know? Started like <laughs> rewatching videos and stuff. Anyway, so let's see here. I feel really uncomfortable writing because I, I don't know, like, it's just, I'm afraid things may get too real. And <laughs> I don't, like, I, I just feel uncomfortable when I, I, when things get too real. But, okay, let's just, let's just, and for all you guys who, I don't know, I just, whoops, I just feel like, Everybody pretends to know what they want to do, but they don't. And it's like, for all you guys that are, like, judging me, uh, <laughs> because they're like, what? Like, this is so stupid. Like, why is she spending time, like, trying, like, learning about herself or, like, trying to figure out who she is? Man, you have no idea how important that is, okay? So, I'm just saying, you can judge me all you want, but it won't do you any good, that's for sure. <laughs> I guess I don't do any spaces any <laughs> yeah, either. There's no spaces at all. Whatever. Um Okay, so I don't know where to start. I mean I'm trying to, let's just go broad and then narrow it down. So let's kinda like do a a tree scenario. I like trees. Okay. And then we'll branch out the roots as in like the fundamentals, like what can I do to make the specifics happen, <laughs> I guess. I'm really making this up as I, as I go. And then whatever, I want to make room for the actual writing portion. But yeah, so, I mean, I definitely want to, okay. Let's start over here. I definitely want to make movies. Okay. I'm really draw like writing this through the actual screen. Through the screen. So this is like really interesting. 
yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, make movies. That's always been a, a, a desire of mine when I was even younger. Uh, I used to, like, reenact scenes from, like, Finding Nemo and just, I don't know, I used to, like, draw uh, characters from movies that I imagined or uh, draw, like, the the cover of, like, a movie or, or like, a scene or something. So I definitely want to do that. And then I love... See, and this is funny too, like, I don't want to be a fashion designer more, like, more so I want to be like a, maybe like a cot, wait, (laughs) costume, costume, duh, designer. I love clothes and I think clothes like that, like, are just a great expression of like, a person or just like just just a great like artistic expression and I also did want to be a fashion designer um I still watch a whole bunch of like fashion shows and like like draw I still have a lot of like actual sketches of figures and like clothes and stuff that I, I used to have but nowadays I definitely think that I would want to Like, probably, like, when when I think about, like, a movie, most of the time it's a fantasy uh, storyline. Because everything else is kind of, like, basic to me. Uh, By the way, like, that's, like, nothing. That's just, like, random stuff that I drew, like, before I I stopped drawing, like, maybe, like, a month ago or something. Um, but, But, anyway, so, yeah, fantasy story or... When I think about like the K-pop group that I have in my mind, the Namjae Chingu, uh, B friend, boyfriend, the uh, the uh, androgynous uh, Korean K-pop group <laughs> that I have in my mind, I absolutely love uh, thinking about the clothes that they wear, and I'll draw. I, you've seen some drawings of them on Instagram. And everything, uh, so it's kind of like that. I also love, and I, I guess like suffer like MVs or suffer like live performances. Like those are kind of like costumes, or those are just like clothes too, like it, performing clothes. So yeah, I definitely want to like do that as well because I have so many cool ideas and uh, of that, and I kind of know like the general like style of K-pop uh, fashion. So I just love doing my own rendition. And creating something that's hard to create for like like clothes for uh, feminine guys like that it's a pretty hard thing to do, but I think I do a good job. So I don't know. <laughs> I want to do more, um, but I don't know. To me, like I just maybe this is a personal problem, but sometimes I think that it's a bit boring. Uh, so yeah, this is me. I want to write something in the chat. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hate being, oh wait, no, I'm not going to say because I wanted to be a surprise to you guys, but yeah, and this is, uh, this is very true that I don't like being boring, <laughs> or I hate being boring, yeah, 
Um, and I need to do my own thing. Like, I hate doing what other people are doing. It drives me absolutely crazy. So this is my my thing. But yeah, so fashion, so movie, fashion. Um, I don't. I mean, I've I've acted in the past, but I don't know if I want to be an actor. I thought I did multiple times in my life, but I'm not sure anymore. Maybe because like again, like I like I said, number one, like I did used to act out uh scenes in my like just physically maybe or in my mind or just like I like repeating uh like if I watch like a really cool tv show I love repeating like this like the the dialogue and acting it out but again that if it's something that I don't particularly like or is if it's like a, a story that I don't particularly and of course like most actors do stuff that they like but and that's after, like, years and years of doing shit that they don't like. And that's, like, the nature of things. But my point is that, like, I want to start doing... I want to do something that I won't absolutely hate in the beginning. <laughs> and I can persevere through that and then do what I want to do. I guess I'm kind of selfish in that regard. <laughs> but I think for me, it's, like, when when you... um Kind of smudgy there. For me, it's, like, when you... When I... I see this is kind of arrogant, but, like, when you know what you want, and like, when you know what's good, like, for me and, like, the people, and, like, just the general public, it's, like, it's hard to, like, do it, what everybody else is doing or try to work under somebody. Now, a side note, I do love my job and everything like that, but I still like to do my own thing. Like, I still want to be creative in my own right, you know, and that's what I'm trying to work towards. But, yeah, I guess I can write that just so blurry but I, I can't like hold this thing very steady there you go be uh just be creative and I definitely want to meet like meet people that like I'm sorry it keeps going in and out with the blurriness I can't like I can't like, really like control it. <laughs> My hands are not that steady. Um, meet people and talk. Like meaningful conversations. <laughs> meet people and have meaningful and talk meaningful conversations. Okay, so. Basically, you guys, like, the more, um, the more I hang around, um, uh, my sisters and brothers from church, the more I realize that, like, I really do like being around people and just, like, hanging out, having a good time, but I also know that, like, our generation is very, um, obsessed with, like, just, not even obsessed, but, like, we're just so used to doing our own thing and, like, you know, being, like, on our phones or on our, uh, computer and doing our own thing, because, like, that's how, you know, a lot of us, at least for me, I grew up kind of, like, my parents worked a lot, so I was alone, me and my brother were alone, so we just had to entertain ourselves, like, that's what we did, we I mean, we had friends, but, like, 
nothing like close knit. Um, but essentially, you know, no wonder why, um, especially, uh, de- definitely like middle class kids in this era, like our comfort zone is to just like kind of like be quiet and just like be in our own little worlds with our phones, you know, like this is how it is. Um, but the, but the thing that freaked, <laughs> the thing that freaked me out, like when I, you know, after like, for instance, last Friday, we hunt like, uh, me and like, uh, uh, people from my church, uh, college people, I'm not in college right now, but call other college, uh, people like, you know, 20, 21, 22, 23, and you know, around that age, we hung out at the park you know, even, like, played, like, like, kickball or just soccer or whatever, like, we just played and had a good time, and and then when we got back, like, we were tired, but, like, like, pretty much, like, everybody was on their phones, so I was, like, okay, um, (laughs) like, it was, like, really bizarre, and I don't understand people don't want to, like, keep, like, people are tired, but it was really interesting, because for me, I'm just, like, okay, let's just, like, talk and have a conversation or do something, and, Everybody else was just like, all right, this is the time that we can, like, be on our phones and, like, be done with this, like, like, this, like, physical interaction and, like, now we can worry about, like, people on Instagram or something. I don't know, like, (laughs) or we can, like, look up YouTube and, like, listen, I love YouTube, but, like, when I'm around, and this is, like, a thing, like, even when I was younger, when I'm around people, I want to be so engaged and I'm so, like, let me, let me turn around this thing real quick. When I'm around people, I want to be engaged with them. I want to be connected with them. Um, I just want to be there and present with them. And a lot of people, I guess, uh, don't care for that or don't care for that as much as I do. Or if they do, they're scared and they don't want to or don't want to take the risk of having conversations or just, like, talking um, again, like, people do want to hang out, and people do hang out, and it's a fun time, it's all that cool stuff, but maybe I'm just obsessive, uh, obsessive with it, you know, maybe I'm just obsessive with it, um, I don't know, um, but yeah, and meeting people, like, who, you know, it's like, I definitely am obsessed with, like, the continent of Asia right now, and by Asia, like, of course, specifically for the story that I'm writing, I'm uh, focusing on the Middle East, but, you know, I get, like, I'm learning Korean. Um, I may want to learn Japanese. Ja- Japan's very strange. Like, Japan has, has a very strange cultural thing going on. Every, okay, listen, everybody's strange. But... I don't know why, like, it just seems like it's hard to get my heart into learning a Japanese. Like, it, it's actually pretty easy to get my heart into learning uh, Chinese or uh, Mandarin, but I stopped because I was like, this is really stressful. Um, and Korean is just easier. Um, but I definitely think learning Japanese is going to be very, very uh, important in the future. Well, just age in general, it's like, a lot of stuff's happening, and I want to learn more about, like, Malaysia is a very interesting uh, country, like, there's a lot of people that watch me that are from Malaysia, Um, 
I mean, like, you know, talking about the Philippines and Vietnam and, I mean, North Korea, that's a whole thing, too. Um, and it's like, I know I can't do too, like, just me, I can't really impact people in North Korea, but I definitely would love to impact the conversation we have around North, North Korea. I think it's such a shame that, like, we all just, like, kind of are just like, yeah, that's happening, and then, like, just don't do anything about it. Like, those are actually are people, you know, like, actual people that I don't choose to be born in that um, country, and it's just... It's just, like, really bizarre. Um, but, yeah, again, like, I, what I really want to do, and I've been on this for a couple of weeks now, is that I just want to create or just cultivate a community in which we're not afraid to talk about stuff. And that's why I love people like, you know, TJ Kirk, uh, Paul, Scotty, all the all those crazy neck beers <laughs> um and then you know I love like Joey Diaz and um Gary Vaynerchuk and I don't have I don't know if I have any like female like role models but uh these people are very like outspoken they're just like listen this is how it is and let me just do me and I love it and that's kind of what I want to become as well um, um, let's see here, I definitely, yeah, like, just, like, community and love, like, even though we can talk about, you know, crazy stuff, um, I really want love to be at the center of it, I mean, like, I was just watching a, uh, documentary a documentary what's this what's this guy's name um I was watching the H3 podcast and uh Ethan had brought this this guy up I'm not sure if I can find it anymore um I thought his name was Theodore was it Theodore or am I like tripping um crap no wait I really don't want to like not like figure out what this is um let me go to history I guess yeah this would be helpful uh that didn't really help a ton of this is porn (laughs) um no please I don't want any noise happening there um but yeah so okay while I stall and like try to figure out what this documentary was love okay um and understanding that's what I want I just want love understanding because I think that and like and then we can branch that out into like forgiveness and then all these other uh concepts that seem very fluffy and just okay that sure you're you're forgiving that's cute but especially uh, learning more about Christianity or just learning about God is so much more of a strength than you could ever imagine. Um, empathy, forgiveness, and 
and care and all this stuff is extremely, extremely, uh, like, powerful. And it makes you stronger. It doesn't make you weaker. Humility, um, you know, Gary Vee's favorite word. <laughs> um, stuff like this. You know, it, it's just... I want to, oh, that's, okay, found it, <laughs> found it, um, things like that, I want to, like, have a community, which we are tight on that, and then the issues at hand, we can address them, and they can be, uh, addressed in a productive and, uh, meaningful and even a fun way, so, this guy that, uh, H3 Ethan has spoke about, uh, Louis Thoreau, um, he's, a documentary creator or a film creator and he um Ethan had mentioned this documentary on pedophiles because they were talking about pedophiles on uh the show with the uh, doji and what's his name what's this uh that rapper's name oh post malone yeah yeah so they talked about it i'm like hmm, this is, that's interesting um because you like nobody like who wants to like think about pedophiles who wants to really like know what a pedophile thinks or who they are or anything like that um but but me um in my uh story um I wanted to uh, like the story with Zada um by the way, I just want to take a break and say thank you people from Anchor or thank you people from uh, iTunes that are still listening to this. Or I love you guys because uh, you guys don't can't like see anything. And hey, if you guys are if you guys love podcasts and you love multitasking and if you're doing the dishes or like eating or driving, like hey, that's what's up. Um, yeah, let me give you guys a visual here. So yeah, Zada. Okay, so guy from the Middle East, set in the Middle East, and mainly, there's just no, like, just like a, uh, an open space for story writing, so I figured, why not create a story, um, and a fantasy story at that, in that setting, that's what I love to do, I love to create stuff that hasn't been done before, and then, um, as we all know, uh, the Middle East is not a gay-friendly uh, place. You know, we're talking about the Islamic State. We're talking about Yemen. We're talking about Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, so on. Okay. And, you know, it probably the like the area with the worst case of homophobia for real. And I don't care for... Uh, whatever, however you label BuzzFeed people, SAWs, the new age feminists uh, that are worrying about stuff that doesn't matter. And the Me Too movement is, okay, thumbs up, but I just hate for us to, to miss the point, like, to miss the point that, okay, Let's help people out. And I think making men lesser than is not, or making, or villainizing being a man is just not the way to go. And I don't like that in this, in like the Western society. It's kind of moving towards that because, 
people get bitter and people get angry and people want power mostly. So it's just the whole thing. But that's kind of why I think SJ, SJWs like, and people love chaos. But I feel like, see, I love chaos too. I love being outraged. But what I do is that I kind of channel that into situations like, uh, like we're talking about Japan and Korea and China. We're talking about the East Asian countries that are not gay friendly as well, but they are kind of being more open to it, but have a very, have a culture of um, not really speaking their minds as can be very, very deadly as we can uh, witness by suicide rates <clears throat> and then in the middle east i mean the reason i veered way off but in the middle east uh not only because uh mostly justifying killings of gay men or accused gay men uh from religion and uh, sharia law and i don't know that much about uh, Sharia law, but I know that's the main uh, motivation, or maybe it's just hate in general. But there's also uh, a culture of uh, boy, boy molest, like boy molest. Oh my god, mol- molestation <laughs> and rape, and also like I think I don't know where I, and I heard it from, but like a uh, little boys like in maybe like Iran or Iraq um they will kind of be forced to be like like feminine like I'm talking about like maybe like seven nine years old I'll be forced to like kind of dress up as females and dress up like feminine and like dance for like older guys I think I haven't researched it that much but I definitely heard that um so we're talking about like a really interesting like kind of suppressed um uh, soci- like society like sexually and and like I, I watched the whole uh, the docu- documentary on pedophiles and it's very it's very interesting um, I guess I'll get back to the writing uh, later but um, it's been more than 10 minutes so you, you can imagine like I lied. <laughs> I lied to fuck you guys in here. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but I, I naturally just talk so much. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. Let's, let's just, yeah. Um, what I learned from the documentary is that uh, a lot of the men are quite shameful like very shameful very guilty and I I didn't expect that like I didn't expect and and it's like one of the first times that like I can't get into like the whole documentary but essentially they uh it was focused on this place where after uh like uh these people that committed rapes or molestations or what have you, after they've gone to, after these men, uh, gone, which I thought, like, are there any women? Like, are, where are the women? Like, the pedophiles go. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> it's a very interesting thought, right? Um, 
after the men go to go through the the, the jail situation because they are most kind of forced to go into this other program where it's kind of like jail but it's like it's specifically focused to kind of like psychologically beat the the urge or the uh desire uh to uh be sexually attracted to children out of you and it's through like like therapy it's through like like conditioning um like like uh containing your environment um get trained you know just talk about your past and come like just being honest with yourself all that all that stuff and a lot of people a lot of the men actually hate being in there they'd rather be in prison because like at least in prison they're like it's like listen I know the rules I know where I stand but like in here it's like it just feels even more like I can't do what I want to do right I can't really like I, I got a sense of I can't really be myself I guess and I can understand that um and it's like, it's the other thing of like, at least in prison, you have a chance of getting out in this place. You really don't have a chance of getting out mainly because if you are deemed like cured of your pedophilia or if you're uh, deemed uh, fit to be in society again, um, the chance of, and that's rare to even pass that whole system. But the chance of you actually getting out and finding a place where you can live and finding work where you can work is extremely, like, almost like the chance of that is non-existent. Because who wants to be around a pedophile, especially one that like has actually acted on uh, the urges and explicitly molested boys and girls, uh, boys or girls, and raped boys or girls um, in, in, the, in the works. Uh, so yeah, it was very interesting. But a lot of them were like pretty uh, shameful. So that was really interesting. And and the story that um, I'm creating, I haven't. This is gonna be like the main story right now. I don't have a name. I don't really care about names really. When it comes to writing stories, I'm just like, okay, yeah, that story, you know, um, the Middle East story. Uh, there is a. I, I want to delve into that I want to delve into um pedophilia and how it can be a cycle even though it can be an innate like desire I'm sure there are cases of that uh that but like just because I like first I'm I think see I was born I guess like sexually curious but I also had instances growing up where I definitely was I encountered sexual like like stuff which even perpetu- it just made my whole brain even like more like okay like sex is important and I need sex um at least mentally I'm still a virgin but <laughs> I-, I pause because like I'm still technically a virgin okay like I won't get into that right now but I'm still vaginally still a virgin everything else Um, I still haven't really even kissed anybody you see I'm I'm a weird case so but I definitely like I said I watch uh porn um I watch porn and like erotic movies and erotic stories and yaoi you know that's basically freaking porn um 
well, yeah, since I was like maybe 14, but porn since I was like eight years old. So we were running on like 11 years. So, I mean, like, I I can empathize with, with these men. Um, so that's why I didn't have a problem necessarily watching this. I wasn't like made uncomfortable. I was just intrigued more than anything because I'm really intrigued by uh, the diff- like how people think about sex and different scenarios and where it can go wrong and where it can go good. And for me, I want to create stories that uh, that have a more positive um, outlook on sex and romance and love. Um, but also talk about like real shit and, um, I, I'll get into that story perhaps in the, the next live stream. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just, let's just do a little bit more of this right now. So, and I definitely imagine like possibly being in like a podcast, not just by myself, with even other people. So, and then like traveling, I'll just, oops. Traveling, definitely Asia. Oop, not Asian, Asia. Um, you know, East, South, West, maybe, maybe not North. I don't really care for Russia. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Russia. Um, but yeah definitely traveling Asia I find just the whole situation very very interesting and I watch when I watch like Edward at Avila he kind of like kind of like want to do something like that just um want to experience the culture like I love culture um so yeah that's I mean that's the broad stuff now let's try to narrow this down. Um, I don't know how to narrow this down. I mean, uh, okay, okay, we have make, let's read this. Make movies, costume such fashion designer. Be creative. Um, meet people and have meaningful conversations and travel to Asia. That's really what I want to do. Like honestly. So probably, I mean, my method right now is just like doing a lot of stuff on uh, the internet, just talking to as much people as possible, doing as much favors uh, for people as possible, drawing for stories that I believe in, uh, just drawing for people that I believe in. So let's talk about... Well, let's go down here for a second. Let's talk about some stuff that uh, mm, I'm fueled by, the root of some stuff. So I love attention. <laughs> I love attention. I love... Um, hmm. Let's see here. When I was younger... I love to explore, so I love to explore. I love to eat. <laughs> it does. I mean, like that's a comfort thing. 
you know, because say food is your best friend, I guess, right? Um, and I love my alone time, but I, but I hate being lonely. And of course, we hate being boring. And I think the reason, listen, I'm not the most, I'm a okay person. I guess I'm a cute person is what my parents tell me. <laughs> but my strong, my strongest uh, asset is not my looks, I don't think. It's not my body, most definitely not. It's not... Um, Maybe it's my intellect. I mean, I can't read books very fast. I can write. I can talk very intelligently, I suppose. Um, but that kind of goes more along with my personality. And I think what I... My, my thing that makes me, me, is my personality. And it's partially why I'm doing what I'm doing um, on different all these different platforms. You know, I'm on... You know, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I'm gonna. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna make a YouTube video. Like I'm doing this live stream that's like taking up my, my talking time. And I don't think I want to talk. I don't know what I'm gonna talk about on YouTube. Cause on YouTube you have to be like really freaking like on point. And I just, I have been on point. I just been doing my thing. Like I said, I just want to do my thing. But my personality is the thing that I think. It's the best part of me. Um, and the sad thing is, is that when I was younger, I used to think that, like, why don't people see how cool I am and how uh, awesome I can be? And I think really because I, I, am, I am quite quiet and reserved because I like to watch I like to listen, you know, like people, a great communicator is, is one that listens, not really one that like talks more, you know, it's one that listens more than they, more than they talk, I believe. And I mean, like when people like, I guess when you're younger, I have to have empathy because like when young kids, like young kids don't know how to, like, I, I can, I think I'm more mature for my age uh, then I'm just mature for my age. So most people, uh, most kids my age didn't really talk about things that like really mattered, at least to me. Uh, don't itch, Alyssa, don't itch. You just took a shower. You could do it. <laughs> um, most, uh, I don't know, I just never got, like, the excitement out of life where, where I thought I, I should have gotten, like, people just weren't, people were boring, I guess, people were, didn't have much to say, and I think I blame that on people, and I have I think, and I really want to reconcile what happened in my past. In my past, um, my family, like people around my neighborhood, people at school, I used to have friends, but never really felt like I fitted in. 
And obviously when you feel like you don't fit in, just sort of you're, you have a socio- sociological needs that also need, like health needs that need to be met. Um, you have physical needs, you have mental and emotional needs, spiritual needs, and socially you do, we, we do as a people need to feel like we do belong. And when we don't feel that way, we can get very, very unhealthy in many different ways. And I feel like that really took a toll on my mindset. And it's really, that's what it is. Like I never, I wasn't necessarily like molested as a child or raped, um, never really uh, physically um, abused, never even really um, like, uh, no, like talking ab- abuse, like never like, mentally abused necessarily uh what's it what's it called not talkative abuse (laughs) verbal abuse um it's just in my mind I just felt like I I didn't fit in and then when that happens then freaking evil thoughts starts coming in and then you just you get carried away and then I got bitter at the people that didn't like me I got I felt resent um got resentful and I just felt that okay I guess I'm not good enough so I have to overextend myself to even be to even like meet the normal bar and I think that really impacted you know my um, my overall my overall health it just made life just ridiculously difficult (laughs) um It made me lonely, and it made me want to. It made me feel like being isolated was me being safe. And even now, like you know, I I, I would say probably as as a young kid, I was more extroverted than introverted. But being uh, conditioned to think that just, just being in situations where um, I was kind of shunned, and at a certain point, maybe it just was me trying to recreate what happened in the past because like once we like we tend to repeat our 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 past when we don't learn from them and I'm trying to think like what 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 is there to learn about that situation because it just it just hurts even now I mean like I'm not ready to cry now but it's definitely like something that I don't like that happened to me and I just want to I guess I'm just like kind of like asking God now I'm just like, what what did you want me to learn from that situation? What what is it? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. But now I definitely feel like you know, I don't <laughs> I have anxiety like when, when the phone rings or like when I have to make a phone call, when I have to do like <sighs> freaking like adult stuff. I get real anxious. It's like, ugh. I never really learned from like, I essentially I never learned from the loss, you know. But then again, like, maybe I should try to be more empathetic 
So I want you guys, I want my lovelies, I want my community to be to be humble and, and understanding, empathetic as well to other people. So maybe, you know, like the kids. By the way, like a lot of the kids that I hung out with had like, didn't have perfect lives. So what made me think that like this, that it was all my fault, you know? It's just like, you know, some parents, like, they work too much. Some parents got divorced. My parents got divorced. But, like, you know, some of my just one uh, childhood friend that, like, really, really hurt me a lot. But, like, her uh, mother used to yell. And just, they used to have arguments and all that stuff. And it's just like, Alyssa. And I, I guess I thought that. Maybe I was just selfish. Maybe I just thought, well, I want to have fun. I want to do my own thing. And I was never really truly caring about other people. I guess I just looked and observed, but I never really took the time to actually ask, hey, are you okay? Maybe that was, I never really did that, actually. I never really did that. Even if they said, like, no, I'm fine, or whatever, that's that's what happened, but I think I should have at least been, like, hey, like, I feel really uncomfortable. I know you must feel really uncomfortable. I never really spoke, um, spoke my honest truth. Maybe once or twice I did, but I just let people kind of run over me. I let people just, like, be the truth. It's probably what God's trying to tell me, I guess. It's like, I, I may have seen like other people were perfect and I needed to learn from them, but it's really Jesus that I have to learn from. And it sounds very corny and it's like, what? <laughs> that's your big reveal. That's your big revelation. But I'm thinking about it now. I definitely feel that that Jesus is real. And I don't know much about him. But just being persistent and like learning about him on my own accord, going to the small groups at my church, uh, going to church, helping out at the church. (sighs) And then like watching this like amazing story uh, called The Shack. That was like mind blowing to see God in that light. And I definitely feel like something, The Shack is what it's called. Oh, somebody's still watching? Wow. Um, oh, wow. Who the heck joined? Hey. <laughs> Hi. Um, I definitely feel like I, I'm learning more about who God is. And like, that really made me happy because I just, for the longest time, I'm like, I am stupid. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, it's just ridiculousness. But hey, I think, hey, girl, yeah, you join. I was talking about my childhood, uh, my childhood, and just thinking about how, like, how can I really, like, learn from the bullshit that I experienced? And uh, again, like, just 
being kind of like rejected in a sense by my fellow neighborhood friends or from my own family or from people at school. I never really was able to speak my mind, speak my truth. And I just held people up to this like standard. I, I treated people like they are my idols, you know, because I think we all have that innate uh, feeling to do that. We have this innate feeling to look at pe- something and to be like, that's it. That's what I should uh, focus on. That's who I should just base my life off of and let me do that and then see where it goes. And you can say that that's really supposed to be God's place, but you know, if you're not religious, if you're not, not even religious, if you're not um, a theist, I can totally, because I was not, like, I was an agnostic atheist. I didn't want to believe in God. Um, so, like, now I'm just like, man, I, I seem stupid talking about God as if I know what I'm talking about, because I don't know what I'm talking about. But, at least from what I've learned, I definitely feel like, uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, well, how are you feeling? I, I don't know your actual name. Uh, F, is, is it V-S-K-W-A-K? How are you feeling? How are you feeling, girl? Um, are, are you doing all right? <laughs> all right, cool. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, hey, hey. But yeah. Uh, and you and you can say that we're like we're just so complicated creatures and it's just like why am I being so hard on myself? Well, it's because I focus on myself throughout my childhood and now for real guys, I really didn't think that this was gonna like I was gonna learn anything. I'm like my god what (laughs) what do you want me to learn because I avoid this conversation on a daily basis like I don't like this is why I watch part of the reason why I watch YouTube and eat all the time I'm like I'm trying to avoid learning about myself but I'm like okay let me just do it let me just do something to learn more but yeah I think they left yeah they left uh it's okay that's all right but yeah, uh, what was I saying? Um, don't scratch, don't scratch. Okay, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. I didn't think I would learn anything, but now I'm, I'm really thinking about it. I wasn't the pathetic victim that I thought I was. I was really just... I was being I was being quite selfish. And I I I I I couldn't I was afraid from the beginning of taking risk of putting myself out there. And it's just like learning that it's just through life that we are a gift. And if we just close our gift and never open it, it's like what good is that doing in the world? You know. But I learned, I, I just learned, literally I just learned that it wasn't just them 
you know. Uh, good thing I'm wrapping this up because I have like 20 seconds. It wasn't just them. It was me. It was I, I didn't want to be myself. I didn't want to see how other people were doing. And I know now that I can take charge of that now. I can do something about that now. So I'm glad I'm doing that now. Thank you guys for watching so much. <laughs> And you guys on uh has been an hour. It's been an hour. You guys uh on the podcast, I just paused the Instagram live uh feed. And I just thank you guys for listening. And yeah, it's just I'm 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 glad I'm still have something inside me still decided to do this and still decided to fight. I'm just glad I did. I'm still glad I'm doing it, and I'm trying to work through everything. Yeah, I I am glad. Thank you guys so much. That's really all I have to say. Like I, for real, I am learning to just be more myself, and that's that. That's where your strength lies. Just being in your own little bubble and like taking no risk. It it's just so harmful because you feel the guilt, you feel the shame of not being able to do that. And now I resort to like food and porn and just um, mindless <laughs> video watching to dull that pain. But I have to take responsibility and say that I could have done better. And now I can do better. And stop trying to feel that guilt and shame anymore and just trying to conquer that with love and just knowing that or just believing that God loves me and he chose this life for me and he chose uh these obstacles for me to be a better person and to learn from them and I should look to him and he should be my hey this is how I should be and this is how I should base my life off of and doing that from listen if we're not going to do it off of God certainly doing that from people is not helpful (laughs) and trust me I've done it it doesn't work um, so let's just try this God thing. That's what I, that's what I've been saying for a good month or so. Let's just try this God thing and let's just really just, just put it out there and, and just try, you know. <sighs> Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to wrap it up. Bye-bye. <laughs>